yo, yo. Check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Every single Monday at this time, it's our Disability 360 feature. Now, the Disability, uh, rather the SABC Disability 360 campaign aims to empower differently abled people uh, by providing information in all 11 official languages about job opportunities, training opportunities, and pertinent disability content across various media platforms as well as ground events today. I'm super excited because today we're speaking to an entrepreneur and an author, also the CEO and founder of Emily Willifant Foundation, which is an organization that aims to address socioeconomic issues facing people with disabilities through coaching, empowerment, integration, and mentorship as well. Their focus is on youth with disabilities, empowerment with the aim to prepare them for their independent life after high school. Joining me on the line, Emily Olifant. Welcome to Good Up FM. Thank you so much, Leanne, for having me this morning. And good morning to your audience as well. It's so good to have you on the radio today. And uh, I love that we're talking about creating opportunities for our youth um, and also for women as well. We're still in Women's Month as well. And we're trying to, you know, showcase all of the amazing women that exist in various different, you know, industries across our beautiful country. So I'm so happy to have you on. You are a qualified trauma counselor and uh, your foundation is also CETA accredited as well. But do you want to tell us a little bit more about your story, uh, particularly from the part where you were injured in a car accident and what happened thereafter? It's a long story, but to put it in a nutshell, um, I, 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 growing up, I, I lived a very active life. Yeah. Um, I was an athlete at school. I took part in drama. I did as much as... I participate in a lot of extramural activities as best I can. I'm, 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 a, I'm an outdoor child. I'm an outdoor person. And I took part in church and so forth. So wherever there was a gap, an opportunity for me as a young adult or young person to, 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 to contribute or, or to, you know, to showcase my skills, I, I took the opportunity and I went for it. Not necessarily with the, with the intention of moving towards a certain direction, but I had that support from my family to, to, to allow me to do anything that I thought I could do to the extent of, of you know, I'm sure most, most children in our, in our time, yeah. we did Latin and ballroom, Latin American dance and contemporary and so forth. I did karate. So everything that I thought I could do, I was exposed to that. And then I had my car accident um, in 2003, which rendered me paraplegic from the waist down. And 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 it, I was approaching my 30th birthday, and I think you know I always take life seriously in terms yeah. of preparation and you know grooming, grooming yourself from the next phase of your life. Mm. And I thought you know at 30th, you know I was at the time where I was kind of kind of getting to think seriously about my life, about my career, where I want to move forward. You know from when I was 30 and 35, for example, and what I want to do. And then this happened. And um, because of all the life skills and the extramural activities and the support structure that I had growing up, I think that had helped me a big time because yeah. I was, uh, it was easier for me to ascertain what I need to get out of this situation that I just found myself in. Fortunately, I was working, with, uh, I was working for a big company and I had great medical 
um, support and so forth. I went to a rehabilitation center to learn to adapt back to life in a wheelchair. And it's a three-month process that we go through and we all do all sorts of, you know, um, body, body, body strengthening and so forth and so forth. And I asked them to say, you know, um, I really need, this is, this is the life that I need to go back to. You know, I understand that there's a system in place that we all need to go and adhere by on a daily basis. But I need you to help me focus on getting back to work, um, um, integrating back to the society, socializing, dating again and driving and so forth and so forth. While you know, including in, to be included in my in my in my rehabilitation yeah. process, and because of that, I was able to sort of integrate back into society and the workplace because we then connected the two worlds, and and my workplace would come at the rehab to have um, 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 you know the team meetings, and after that we, I would take them around the rehab to see my daily. Uh, my transformation into this new life, what I was going through. So it, it kind of like prepared them for the person that's coming back to work. And I was kept up to date in terms of the work. And and that, I think, is where my, 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 my integration started to say, you know, we all need to take charge and control of our life. Yes. In every situation that you find yourself in, it doesn't really necessarily have to, you have to have a, a, a debilitated situation. You might have a financial situation. You might come. You might come from a from an abusive relationship. You might have cancer or HIV. I have my disability. Mm-hmm. You know, we all deal with certain issues, but you need to have a profile of your situation to say this is what I'm dealing with, and this is the kind of help that I need, and this is where I think I can get it, and talk to people to get to that help, and that's what really. Um, helped me to come through to come through the whole journey of of, of, of being able-bodied and as someone with a disability. That is incredibly inspirational. Just listening to your story and how you immediately said, you know what, I still need to work. I still need to be able to do certain things. How do I get there? How do I be able to do that? And I think uh, that's where the challenge lies sometimes, especially when it comes to socioeconomic issues. And that's what you also address as well. You are incredibly inspirational. If anybody has lived and seen the challenges that a lot of people uh, who are differently able to experience on a daily basis, it would be you. Uh, with regards to addressing those socioeconomic issues that's faced by different groups, how can we, how can they rise above the challenges like you have in order to live a life that is thriving and successful and happy? I always try not to talk to my situation as if I'm only talking to persons with disabilities or those with family members with disabilities and so forth. Hence, I always go back to yeah. we all live, cry, and celebrate and mourn the same thing. Every house has a story to tell, you know? But we go out there and we don't see it. Nobody goes out there and, and they can tell, oh, no, so-and-so ate, ate, ate porridge for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because they didn't have money, you know? When you go out there, you go to work, you go to school, you go to whatever you get around to do, Nobody sees you what you're dealing with because we all go out there to deal with other people's issues at work, to go with, deal with other people's um, children at school and so forth. Yeah. So for, for, 
And, 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 and at, at some point, I remember one time, I think it was 2010, I was at work. I was, I was, uh, I, I, I was responsible for a certain process, at, you know, with my team. And I think I got a little frustrated with the one person. And my boss, we were talking about it, and she was like, but Emily, nobody owes you anything. And as much as we were talking in a work, in, in a work context of that situation, it, it spoke volumes to me to say, I cannot wait on people to help me, you know? Yeah. In every situation, there are so much going on around us. And, and, and civil society, government, everybody is trying to put place, a magazine place to help, you know, deal with the situation. We have another one now, which is COVID pandemic, and, and the biggest one, which is gender-based violence. Yeah. So we have all these things. And in, in, in line with everybody trying, striving to deal with the situation on the bigger scale of things, as an individual, we need to take charge of our life to say, look, if, if tomorrow, tomorrow you can be at work, you can be on a contract basis, mm-hmm. and if that contract ends, nobody should say, oh, no, you have a disability, so we must keep you for our numbers. No. Do you add skills? Do you have skills? Do you add value? Do they still require your, 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 you know, your expertise and so forth and so forth? It's not about it. I always say to people with disabilities, if you treat yourself as an act shame, you will receive act shame response. Yeah. Because then you become a charity case and so forth and so forth and so forth. I understand that there are different disabilities and some people really rely on help. Um, from other people as much as as much as, as as far as government and institutions and so forth and so forth. But for most of us who are able to to do something with our hands, who, who do something to, you know, we can be productive in another way. We need to be creative. Nobody yeah. owes anybody anything. But everybody's doing all the work we need to do. We are called to do because it's a bigger picture that that as a country we need to work towards. But if there is no help at all, we can't still sit and be beggars on the corners, yeah. really. You know what I mean? 100%. And I know it sounds yeah. harsh, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's you against the world, against reality, against yourself. Powerful words. I said she was inspirational and she certainly is, not only for those that, like you said, Emily, that are differently abled, but for all people. I think your message just uh, transcends uh, all of society as well and it's something that we can all take on board. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your motivation. I think it's absolutely perfect for Monday Motivation today and hopefully we can catch up again very soon, uh, but you have been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much. It's only a pleasure, always a pleasure talking about my life journey and, and um, you know, talking about my story. Yeah. Oh, you didn't see. My book is available, um, well, it's, it's out of stock with exclusive books, but sure. if anybody wants to read about my book and everything, um, they are able to, to, to send me an email on emily.olifant at gmail.com, and I'm able to arrange a courier to them and so forth, so they can also get some inspiration on a daily basis because we talk mm-hmm. on the radio um, um, you know, from time to time, but on a daily basis, who's there with you to share some words, words of wisdom? Yeah. But if they have my books, I'm sure that will, you know, will bridge the gap and somehow someone will find a good um, um, comfort in that, yeah. 
Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Emily Wollivant, entrepreneur and author, as well as CEO and founder of the Emily Wollivant Foundation, an organization that aims to address socioeconomic issues facing people with disabilities through coaching, empowerment, integration and mentorship. It's all you need.